Hey, Alana Terry here. Welcome to the Successful Writer Podcast. I hope things are going so well for you today. And it has been quite a while since we've done just sort of an informal, laid-back chat together. A lot of the recordings lately have been teasers from some of my courses or interviews. And it's been a little while since we've just been able to sit down and have a little bit of a heart-to-heart. So I thought that I would jump on here this week to do a little bit more of a check-in, let you know how things are going, what I've been working on, the lessons that I have learned. And as you listen to me reflecting on what I've been doing, my hope is that you will get some good inspiration and some ideas and motivation for all of the projects that you're working on. So I want to start by just kind of acknowledging where we're at in history. It's fall of 2021. In some ways, it feels a tiny bit like 2020, the sequel. I know up here in Alaska, by last spring, things were looking very, very optimistic. And we had at least in-state tourists coming back. Last summer, the summer that just finished was gorgeous and beautiful. And the highways were full of campers, which up until last summer, we always complained about. And then when they weren't around, it was a big shock. (laughs) And so it was great to see things back and things really felt like they were getting back to normal. Over Father's Day, I was able to go visit my grandpa and see a lot of my aunts and uncles and family that I haven't seen in over a decade, some of them. And so it was just wonderful to be out and about. And then as the summer went on, things started to close down a little bit more. We had, we're having a spike of COVID cases in Alaska. We've had some cases in our small town. So in a way, it feels like we had spring where things were getting back to normal and summer where things really were feeling normal. And now it kind of feels like the world is closing back in on us. My husband was going to be leaving in two days for a business trip and decided to do that remotely just to be abundantly safe. So wherever you're at, I just hope that you are still finding reasons to be thankful and positive. I know that the pandemic has felt very dragging and weighing on us. And I just want to acknowledge that if you are feeling grumpier or you're feeling less inspired or you're just tired and, and don't have the same motivation that you used to, I just want to encourage you to remember that we're still in some hard times with things going on economically. I know the restaurant where my teenage son worked has been hit by this job shortage. They've been closed for weeks now. There's a lot going on. And so I just, first of all, hope that you're doing well personally and within your family and health-wise. And financially, I just hope that everything is working together for you. And I also want to remind you to be gracious and patient with yourself and with this whole situation. Last summer, I sat in my backyard and was recording a podcast episode for you and was talking about how because of the pandemic, our family had decided to move. We basically were part of the migration from city to suburb, except we did it more extreme. We went from suburb to really rural. And now about a year later, a little over a year later, 
we are getting ready to move for what hopefully will be the very last time in a very long time. We're going to be buying a house and putting down our roots in this community. And we're really, really excited about that. And again, this feels just like a continuation of the journey that I started when I published my first book back in 2013. My book came out the same week that I turned 30. And for the last several years, I've been telling myself that by the time I turn 40, I want my birthday present to myself to be a home that's ours, where we don't have to worry about moving, where our kids can finish graduation, not have to get uprooted again. And so we are on track to close about a year and a half before my 40th birthday. And again, it just, it really feels like the next step in business. I know in each of the places that we've lived, which has been a lot, like we're still averaging about a move a year. And sadly, this move we're about to make is going to continue that trend, but hopefully also put an end to that trend. And in each place, there really feels like life has had a different lesson for me to learn. Business has taken on a new level. With almost all of our moves, the business has jumped in to pitch in more financially. Same things for sure happening as we're preparing to buy a house for the first time in like 15 years. And so again, there's there's a lot of gratitude that's there, a lot of reflection. Unfortunately, what also happened is the minute we put the offer on this house and signed that we were planning on purchasing it and we started all the paperwork and stuff that's still kind of in the process of all coming together, my muse decided that it was just going to take a vacation. And basically what happened is I remembered, and I think my creativity remembered, that moving is a stressful thing for me. And so as soon as I knew that another move was coming up, I was actually in the middle of a thriller that was going to be for an anthology. It was the first uh, thriller or suspense I had written post-pandemic and after my fiction sabbatical. I've done a few romances since then, but this was the first time getting back into the thriller and the suspense side. I was loving it. I loved every single minute of it. And then the minute we signed papers to agree to purchase this house, my muse decided, okay, you can check in with me once you're settled in your new office. And so I've had to, again, kind of like what I've been telling you, just to be patient with myself. We've gone through enough moves that I just recognize this is how I work. Some of you, it's going to be the exact opposite. Some of you write to escape the stress of everyday life. And you, the best thing you can do is embrace that and give yourself that time when life is stressful to lock yourself into your writing cave and just go for it. If you're more like me and stress in your real world life impacts the writing life, then go ahead, slow down if you need to, be gracious with yourself if you need to. I know myself well enough. I know that if I had to, I could choose to finish this book. I know that if my children's life depended on it, or if God came down from heaven and said we wouldn't be allowed to move into this new house until this book was complete, I know that I could muster up the willpower to make this book get completed. But 
I also know that writing is so much more fulfilling for me when I don't have to rely on 100% willpower, right? The willpower and discipline are a part of it, but I also really want to have the passion and the creativity play as equal of a part. So instead of it being 99% discipline and 1% passion, I want it to be at least 50-50. Or to me, it's not worth the energy cost that it would take. So I hope you're hearing even in my language because I have had to work and I have been working conscientiously on my language. I'm not sitting here wallowing. I'm not sitting here saying, woe is me, my my muse isn't talking to me, I can't write, I'm stuck. Basically what I'm saying is, you know what, if I wanted to, I would get this book finished, but I also have decided that I am going to slow down and if this book is meant to get done after we move, then the inspiration and ideas are still going to be there. So whenever you have a plot twist, that slows down your writing. What I hope is that you can say that you decided to slow down or you decided to pivot or you decided to shelve this book and start writing that book or you decided to switch genres and that it's not something that happens to you. I hope that your language is never, well, I really loved writing romance, but nobody was buying it. So now I'm writing historicals right? I hope that even as you are conscientious about the language that you use, that you find a way to speak about the choices you make as an author that leaves you the one feeling empowered, right? 2020 and 2021 did not slow down my writing. 2020 and 2021 happened and I chose to pivot and take a little bit of a break. Speaking of pivoting, there have been quite a few pivots in the business recently. Earlier in 2021, I purchased Sweet Promise Press, which was an existing small publishing company that does sweet romance and romantic suspense and historicals. And so I have been running that for a little over half a year now. So that was one pivot, right? Going just from publishing my own fiction to now publishing other people's fiction. I have also had a more recent pivot with my courses and the services I provide for authors. So a lot of you know that I've worked really closely for over a year now creating training materials with Melissa Storm. We have a Patreon group together. We've done some courses together. We do very regular webinars together for our respective audiences. And about a month ago, I took over Melissa's Author Engine, which is the website where all of her courses for authors are housed. And so now I'm in the process of merging these courses from your author engine with my courses from the Successful Writer Academy. And how that's going to look is Successful Writer Academy is going to become more of a clearinghouse. So instead of just being the home where the courses that I create live, it's going to have courses from Melissa that she did when she was running Author Engine. We already have one course up by another author, Julie Samps, who's done a course on Kindle Vella, you can listen to my interview with Julie on the Successful Writer podcast previously. And so it's just another kind of 
step as my business has been growing and evolving and really pivoting. I think if I had to give 2021 a word of the year, it would probably be the year of the pivot, right? Because I'm pivoting from just publishing my books to publishing uh, books for a lot of authors now. I'm pivoting from just publishing my courses to having an entire academy of courses by lots of different authors. The energy that's not going into fiction at the moment, I'm putting into the nonfiction. I have a lot of nonfiction book ideas that I might pursue at some point. And sometimes we're really scared of the pivot. And so that's another thing that I want to chat with you about today. So let's talk about my fiction. Like I said, I chose to slow down. There was some disappointment there. And every so often I need to remind myself that I shouldn't feel embarrassed or guilty for being an author who is not actively writing a book, right? Like that's, that's a little bit embarrassing, especially as an indie author where it's a fast paced thing. You know, there were a couple years where I was doing 12 to 15 novels or novellas a year. That's a, that's a fast pace to keep up. And I have chosen not to pursue that pace right now. And so as we think about pivoting, right, me pivoting from just publishing my fiction to now publishing books for others, or pivoting from focusing the majority of my attention to my novels and to fiction into creating more courses and trainings for authors, I have learned to love and embrace the pivot because I know for me that I would get bored doing the exact same thing all the time. I think in some ways that's why my fiction writing has slowed down. I loved the pace and the hustle during the years when I was writing really, really fast. I loved pushing myself to those extreme limits. And now I'm really loving the ability to be a little bit slower and to not be pouring so much energy into a full-length book. I'm loving the courses that I'm able to create. And there have been a lot of them recently. So we have the course on writing for Kindlevella that Julie Stamps has created for the Successful Writer community. I recently finished up a course on money blocks for authors. And you can hear teasers from that course if you go back to last month's episodes of the Successful Writer podcast. I'm really enjoying the nonfiction side of things and the training side of things. Earlier in the summer, we did an Amazon ads mastermind. Before that, we did something called the fancy Facebook funnels where I took a small group of authors through not just selling your books on Facebook, but actually creating a funnel. So, you know, after people click on this link, the next day they can see a Facebook ad for this book. And if they click on that, the next week they get advertised for this and kind of creating a little bit more advanced training. And I have really found that energizing. And my motto lately has been really to follow the energy. I don't want to tell my energy where it needs to go. I would much rather be the passive observer who wakes up and asks my inspiration where it's going to take me in any given day. That's not the policy that everybody follows. And actually, I would say in the indie world, it's almost antithetical. The indie world really has embraced, you write whether you're inspired to or not, right? I'm going to write when I'm inspired and I make sure that I'm inspired every morning when my 
when my seat hits the chair at my desk, right? That's kind of the motto that we as an indie author community have embraced. And if that works for you, then go ahead and keep on embracing it. But I just want to invite you, if that doesn't serve you at this point where you are, I want to invite you to a more intuitive and gentle way, which is following the motto that I've been following, which is follow the energy, right? For a little bit, the energy was towards doing straight up romances. It had been a long time since I had written straight up romances, but it was what my muse needed to get back into writing and then the energy was for this thriller and I was so excited and it felt really like homecoming to go for so long I had a year sabbatical not writing fiction and then I took several months where I was writing but focusing on romance and then boom all of a sudden I'm back into the thrillers which I love and then you know what we found out we were moving again I'm so excited that we're going to buy this house, I would totally make the exact same decision over again, even though I knew it kind of killed the mojo. And again, what I'm telling myself is to follow the energy. I fully trust that if this thriller that I'm halfway through is meant to be completed and put out in the world, then when we move and I am settled back into my new office, the words are going to flow freely and easily. I also know that if this project wasn't really meant to be completed, that I still had a great couple weeks working on it. And so my approach lately to writing and business has been more serendipitous, right? Like what's the worst that happens? I have 20,000 words that might not ever turn into a completed manuscript. When I was a brand new author, that would have been a problem because that was a pattern for me. My pattern was starting something, deciding it wasn't good enough, giving up, and never finishing. Now I've proven that I can finish books and I've proven that I can write a full novel that readers like. I don't have any more to prove. And so again, if this book gets finished, great. If not, I still loved working on it. And so I hope that that inspires you to do the same thing. I hope that you're not gritting your teeth and working through something that you hate working on. Sometimes it's going to be hard. And I'm not saying to just give up when it's hard and to only work when you feel 100% inspired. That's not what I'm saying. But what I am saying is that if you have zero spark left, then you, you might want to ask yourself if it's time to change something up. If it's time for a pivot or a break or a sabbatical or something. Because so many of us embraced the writing lifestyle to escape the the drudgery of a nine to five job. But now some of us feel very stuck, even more stuck than we were in a nine to five job. And I just want to make sure that you're not following in those footsteps. So as an example, let's say that you found tremendous success over the past five years writing romance. Romance is paying the bills and now you wake up and you realize you're sick and tired of romance. For some people, that's never going to happen to you. For some people, it is. At that point, you need to have the courage to ask yourself, is it time for me to pivot? Is it time for me to take time off? And I encourage you to trust that the books that you are meant to write are going to come into the world. And that is going to happen in a way that doesn't have to be 100% drudgery and discipline. There should be fun and creative spark and energy and inspiration and passion just as much as there is discipline 
and dedication. And I want to leave you with the encouragement while we're talking about kind of how your business evolves over time. I want to leave you with the invitation to let your business organically go to its next level. Don't pigeonhole yourself. Sometimes when I do feel guilty because I am an author, if somebody asks me what I do, I say, I'm an author. I don't say I make courses for writers. I don't say I'm a podcaster. I am an author. That is my identity. But I don't want to be stuck doing only books for my entire life. Some of you listening, that's all you want to do. And go ahead and keep on doing what you're doing. You're doing an awesome job. For me, I know that I like to rise to new challenges and new endeavors, which is why I've embraced now running a publishing company and creating courses for authors and growing Successful Writer into a full academy with other authors creating courses for our community. For me, I see myself kind of like the person who starts out as an actor and they make their name for themselves as an actor. And then they go on to direct movies. And you know what? You can love both, right? And so I want to encourage you to allow your business to evolve. So maybe that means branching out into different genres. Maybe that means branching out into different formats. Maybe that means trying out Kindle Vela or audiobooks, or maybe not even audiobooks, but creating radio drama scripts and putting them out, right? Making different formats of your stories. There are so many different things that you can do. And some of us feel like if we pursue these other excitements or passions, that that's going to take away the time and energy that we put into our books. And what I have found is that we have time and energy to wear all of the hats, right? Just like Angelina Jolie has time and energy to direct movies and act in movies. You can do more than just write books if that's where you feel called to. And if not, just keep on doing what you're doing. You also don't have to. I was at a book conference a couple years ago, and it seemed like everybody was talking about going from author to small press publisher. And I didn't want to do that at the time. I wanted to keep on writing my books. That's where I was at that point. So please don't feel like there's a certain trajectory that you're meant to follow. Nobody is meant to follow one specific path that's carved out in stone that we all walk on, right? So it's not like you write books for yourself and then you start a second pen name and then you create a publishing company and publish books for others. And then once you've done all that, you can start making courses for authors. Like there's no set path. Maybe you're just going to write books for your whole life. Maybe you're going to do books and you're going to co-write with other people. Maybe you're going to do books and then totally switch and start writing scripts for video games. All of these things are part of who we are as an author. And so you are safe to explore new ideas. You are safe to venture out into uncharted territory. You're safe to keep it fun. So if you're finding that writing right now is just work and just drudgery, then you've got two choices. A, you just rely on the discipline and keep doing it, which is fine. Or B, You allow yourself to expand. You allow yourself to explore some of these other options and you see where that takes you. And basically you're just along for the ride. And what I have found is that I'm focusing so much on running the business 
that writing has become my escape again. That's what I loved about the thriller that I started working on. Saturdays previously had been very strict no work days, but basically from running the publishing company to running my own ads to creating courses for authors, that became a Monday through Friday full-time job and left me little time to write. So I decided to treat Saturdays as my day to do nothing but write. And I loved that. And so if you're worried about trying out something new because you're afraid it's going to take away from your identity as an author or take time away that you have to write, just want to encourage you, it might be exactly what your creativity needs to get that spark back. So wherever you're at in your writing, wherever you're at in your career, I wish you the best. I'm glad we got to just sit and chat and talk about things. And I hope that for any pivots or plot twists that come your way, either in your personal life or in your writing career, I hope that they just lead you to deeper and deeper blessings and that you feel more and more abundant and fulfilled. And if you want to dive into any of this more, Again, you can check out all the courses that we've got now in the Successful Writer Academy. That's at courses.alanateri.com. Although now that we are adding courses by other authors, that domain will probably be switching up before too long. I just am so glad to be here with you. I hope it's the start of a fabulous week, and we'll talk soon.